Exodus chapter 20, verse 12. We'll put that up on the screen, perhaps. Exodus chapter 20. Honor thy father and thy mother that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord God giveth thee. Look at your neighbor and say, Neighbor, honoring is biblical. Honor thy father and thy mother that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. For just a little bit today, I want to preach from this topic. Moms are the bombs. Moms are the bombs. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, Happy Mother's Day. Come on, let's come alive. Happy Mother's Day. Amen. You may be seated in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Good to have Brother Thornhill with us today. Amen. You're doing a fine job over there taking care of the baby. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I'd like to just say Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers that are here today. Um, and the joke that keeps on giving every year is this one. If it wasn't for y'all, we would not be here. Amen. But I really, this year, I tried to talk Sister Herring into preaching on Mother's Day again this year. Because as a man, you know, your point of reference to being a mother is pretty limited. And uh, I've always enjoyed it when our mothers have uh, taken over and taken care of Mother's Day, I really enjoy that that particular season of Mother's Day when the moms do that. But today, amen, it must have been the will and the plan of the Lord, not knowing that Sister Marley would be sick, but she's sick today. And so we're, we've come today to, to honor mothers. And if you've not called your mom today to tell her Happy Mother's Day, it's a good Good thing to do to call mom up and tell mom happy Mother's Day. But there's more than just giving your mother some flowers on Mother's Day. There's more to just calling her and telling her happy Mother's Day. The Bible tells us in Exodus chapter 2 that we ought to honor our mothers and our fathers. Somebody say amen. The Bible is very, very careful with us in this sense that it wants us to know that honoring is a part of God's plan when it comes to children loving and honoring and respecting their parents. And so today we're not going to fall short in the honor category. We are going to express our love and honor and our adoration to our mothers. 
The reality is, is that every person in this room, God had a plan for your life. You are exactly where you are today, and it did not catch God off guard. God was not surprised that your mama died when you were younger. God was not surprised when your mama was an alcoholic. God was not surprised when your mama was a wonderful person. God was not surprised by any of this. God was not surprised that your mom and dad got divorced. God was not surprised by any of this. God realized, God realized And he equipped you to become what you are today. And if it was not for your mother and your father, God's plan would not be in place. I say it a lot. I've said it once. I've said it a million times, Sister Morgan. Morgan, if you want to go to class, you can go to class with them since you're the only kid here. Amen. Bless her little heart. I had to sit there and listen to her dad. Hey, man, good to see you. Hey, man, I, think I, I, would, I wish I would have caught that earlier. You know, I've, I've, I've said this particular thing a million times, and, and, and it's really how I view it, Sister Yon. If God can use me, God can use a donkey. Now, we've heard it said a really times, if God used Balaam's donkey, God can use me. But the truth is, Brother Thornhill, if God can use me, he can definitely use a donkey. <laughs> a donkey is well qualified to be used by the hand of God if God can use me. Because after all, sometimes we can be very similar in nature. <laughs> Sister Herring's not here, but she would have said amen to that one. Amen. Brother Yon took her place for a second there. Amen. But God is not surprised by the way my life has turned out. Because God decided Wayne Herring and Debbie Herring slash Murphy to be my parents. Mike Murphy to be my stepfather. And God chose that avenue for me to be birthed through and for me to be trained and raised in. And yes, there are some personal frustrations that I may have with my family. There are a lot of personal things that I thought that I would have done differently. But the reality is, is I'm not my mother and I'm not my father. And just like I have my faults, they had their faults. But in spite of all of that, the Bible tells me that I ought to honor them. It doesn't preference it whether they're perfect, whether they're saved, whether they're lost. The Bible preferences it and it says, honor thy mother and thy father for this is the will of God. Well, I might not, I might be getting on somebody's nerves today, but that's okay. Today's not Children's Day. Today is not Father's Day. Today is Mother's Day. And so I'm referencing our mothers today. We ought to honor our mothers because our mothers are special. Our mothers are a gift of God to us. Our mothers are beautiful. 
Husbands, let me just for a minute, you need to honor your wife. Your wife is not your servant. Your wife is your helpmeet. Your wife is not your dog. Your wife is not your maid. Your wife is your helpmeet. Somebody say amen. Now I know sometimes your wife can get on your nerves. Sometimes that wife can take some liberties that nobody else takes. You know them talking to liberties. Sometimes that wife will take some honeydew liberties that nobody else will. You've just been working all day and you sit down. As soon as your tail hits the recliner, that lady's going to say, hey, honey. And you know, you've been standing up for 47 hours. And the second you sit down, what's she going to say? Hey, babe, can you? Somebody say amen. Uh, on me. But your wife is your helpmeet. If she has brought you children, your wife is the vessel that God has chosen to bring your children in front of you. To put your babies in your arms. Today is Mother's Day and, and Sister Herring is doing her motherly job today. Because the reality is most moms don't really get Mother's Days ever. I doubt Sister Kill got off the hook this morning from getting Addie together and Ainsley together. I can assure you something right now. If, if I had to put Morgan together today and Marley together, when they walked through the doors of this building, Brother Thornhill, everybody in the church would have known Brother Herod put them together. <laughs> but I thank God for my wife. She's a gift from God. She's not perfect, but she is to me. She's mouthy, <laughs> but she is to me. God has given me a helpmeet to raise my children. My children aren't perfect. Matter of fact, one of them got a little talking to a little smack it on the hinder parts. Right before we came into the sanctuary today. <laughs> but the reality is, God has a perfect plan for everybody's life. And he had a perfect vessel for everybody's life to flow through. My DNA is because my mother and father brought me into this world and I'm five foot I'm six foot three I'm five foot eight 189 pounds balding huh because that's my DNA that's my mother and father producing a wonderful beautiful young man that turned out to be some ugly bald dude in the future well, yes. But the truth is, is that God chose me. He anointed me. He ordained me. He created me to be where I am, who I am, how I am today. And he chose the vessel of my mother to bring me through. Therefore, I ought to give honor to my mother because in doing
doing so, I'm giving honor to God. What I'm saying is the reason why we should honor and, 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 and revere our mother is because if we do not do it, we're not honoring the plan and the purpose that God has set out for us in our lives. <clears throat> Matter of fact, when we don't honor in our mother and our father, when we don't honor our mother and our father, we're telling God, God, I think there was a better way to produce me. God, I think there was a better environment for me to come through. God, I think there's a better purpose and plan that you could have used for me to come through. But the truth is, is God chose the route for my life because he knew that's what it was going to take to get me here, right here where I am and how I am. You know, too many people, they make excuses for themselves. Well, my circumstances were not perfect. And the people that have perfect circumstances, they're going to say, well, my circumstances were too perfect. It's kind of like middle school. How many ever went to middle school? Huh? The fat kids, they get picked on at middle school. The tall kids, they get picked on at middle school. The short kids, they get picked on at middle school. The skinny kids, they get picked on at middle school. The blonde-headed girls get picked on at middle school. The black-headed girls get picked on at middle school. Huh? Middle school, to me, is the perfect reflection of life. It doesn't matter who you are. You're going to get picked on. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, you're going to get picked on. Sometimes we got to realize is that God knew best. God knew best for my life. And so when I honor my mother, I am honoring the Lord. Hello? Now let me just be let me just be let me just be plain with everyone today. I was not personally raised in a perfect environment. I was not raised in an environment where my mother and my father dwelt together in perfect harmony. I didn't see my dad till I was older in age and then when I became older in age Begin to to realize the 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 entire situation. I became very frustrated with both sides of my family, my mother and father. You know, when you're when you're 17, 18, 19, 20 years old, let me just let me just tell Rylan and Shara something right now. Y'all are the perfect parents right now. You know everything there is to know about parenting. Just enjoy it. Because in about a month, you're going to realize you don't know Jack. I was the world's greatest parent until I had kids. And then when I had the kids, I realized I don't know Jack. Isn't it amazing how good of a parent you are with other people's kids? Ha! Isn't it amazing how well you can parent other people's kids? Isn't it amazing? How you know. Mm-hmm. 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 Now, Corbin and Summer, 
How old's Addie? Three? Yeah. Amazing parents with six-year-olds. They were trying to figure out the three-year-old stage, but they're amazing parents with six-year-olds. Right? They know what all the six-year-olds' problems are. But when Addie gets six, they're going to be the worst parents you've ever seen in your, in your life. Just playing. I say all that to say, as we grow, we realize the less we know. As we age, we realize the less we know. And so at 18, I was less forgiving. But as I began to age and I realized the complications of life and work and money, and frustrations and situations, I began to become a little bit more lenient on my parents. Do y'all understand what I'm saying? Y'all see where I'm going here? I became to be a little more lenient on their decisions in life. No, they're not perfect, but yet I began to realize, hey, life sometimes is just life. And there went a man of the house of Levi and took a wife, daughter of Levi, and the woman conceived and bare a son. And she saw him that he was a godly child. She hid him three months, and when she could no longer hide him, she took for him an ark of bulrushes and daubed it with slime and with pitch and put the child therein. And she laid it on the flags by the riverbank, and his sister stood afar off. And with what would be done to him and the daughter of Pharaoh came down to wash herself at the river and her maidens walked along by the riverside and when they saw the ark among the flags she sent her maid to fetch it and when she had opened it she saw the child and behold the babe wept and she had compassion on him and said this is one of the Hebrew children then said of his sister Pharaoh's daughter shall I go and call to thee a nurse of the Hebrew women And she may nurse for the child for thee. And Pharaoh's daughter said, here, go. And the maid went and called the the child's mother. And Pharaoh's daughter said unto her, take this child away and the nurse it for me. And I will give thee the wages. And the woman took the child and nursed it. And the child grew up and she brought him unto Pharaoh's daughter. And he became her son. And she called his name Moses. And she said, because I drew him out of the water. I just read Exodus chapter 2, 1 to 10, something more in that nature right there. See, Moses, if we look and we extrapolate and we look at Moses' life, we realize that Moses had some identity crisis. Moses battled with who he was and where he was, which would result with the anger. Anybody that is going through chaos or chaos of identity or frustration with how they raise, it's always going to result in some type of depression or anger. And so as Moses grows, he realizes, I don't fit among the Hebrews. I don't fit in the house of Pharaoh. And it's got to be someone's fault. Hello? I don't fit in Pharaoh's house. I don't fit among the Hebrews. So it's got to be somebody's fault. It is somebody's fault. It's called God. 
It's God's fault. Because even the sparrow, God looks after. Even the lilies in the field, God looks after. And if God saw it fit for you to be raised a specific way, God thought you could handle it. Stop being a big wuss and saying, I just can't handle that. What's going on in my life? Oh, hello. Obviously made Ainsley upset. Now, I'm venting. Sister Thornhill, come help me close this Mother's Day. My Mother's Day gift today was to get home to my wife quick. Is what she asked. She said, now don't preach long today. I'm going to be hungry after church. Bless her little heart. Hallelujah. I'm going somewhere. That's a good moms are the bombs. I like that. I'm going. Trust me, I'm going somewhere. My, I have a very long runway today. It's like, it's like double decker 747. So. Moses has this identity crisis, and it leads to frustration. He winds up killing a man. He goes into the wilderness. He sees a burning bush. And in the middle of this burning bush, he begins to realize his identity. He begins to realize who he is and what he is and how he is. He began to realize, I don't fit among the Hebrews. And I don't fit among the Egyptians. Because a leader never fits in. A leader always leads. A leader's never going to really be able to be the type of person to sit and listen to complaints so much and then dive in. You know how... You know, people do together, talking about other people. And that stuff don't go on in this church, but, you know. Moses came to the realization, I'm not supposed to fit in. I'm supposed to lead. I don't have time to get into it today, but at some point, Moses had to go back to the house of Pharaoh. And he had to look his Egyptian mom in the face. And he had to be well with it. Then he had to go to Jochebed and he had to look Jochebed in the face. And he had to be well with it. The reason he had to be well with it was because it was God's plan. It was God's choice. It was God's design. Because his life was more than just his own. His life was about delivering a nation. And I've come today to tell you that each and every person in this room, your life is more than about your own. It's about delivering a nation. Ryland, your life is about delivering a nation. Brother Gary Dale, your life is about delivering a nation. Brother Corbin, your life is about... Sister Kiel, your life is about delivering a nation. Our lives are not our own. Our lives have been designed to be effective in the kingdom of God. 
Why should I honor my mother and my father? Why is Mother's Day? Why should I honor my mother? Because that was God's plan for your life. When the Lord, when the Holy Spirit looked upon Mary, it said to Mary, it said, Mary, you are highly favored among women. You have been chosen to bring forth the Christ. You're highly favored. Do you realize the day that God chose to bring you into the earth, the same angel visited every mother in here and said, you are highly favored among women. You have been designed to bring forth a vessel of God Almighty. The day before I was born, the angel of the Lord peered unto my mother, I'm sure. I don't know, visible, invisible, I don't know. But the angel of the Lord said to Debbie Murphy Herring, it said, hey, you are highly favored among women because you're going to bring forth this little brat named Dathan Herring. Dathan's going to be a brat. But he's going to be pastoring a great and awesome church in Horn Lake, Mississippi in the year 2018. So you're highly favored among women. Hello, Sister Kill, an angel of the Lord came to you and said, you're going to bring forth a brat too. You're highly favored among women because God's going to give you Corbin and Kara. Almost went with Summer there, but it's Kara. Corbin's going to be anointed. Corbin's going to be effective. God's hand is on his life. My hand is on his life. And you are highly favored among women. Sister Thornhill, God came to you. I don't know your kids' names yet, but I'll get them. I know. I can't think of them. Amen. I'll get them. Sister Yon, the Lord stood before you. He said, you're highly anointed. You're highly favored among women because I'm giving you children. And these children are going to be effective and useful in my kingdom. So that's why today we honor our mothers. Because God honored them the day we were born or before. Because it was the avenue, it was the venue that God chose to bring us through. In closing today, my Bible's already closed, but it's the last thought. Let's all stand. Hallelujah. I feel the presence of the Lord here today. When God left earth... And he sent back his spirit. Before his spirit returned, before he left, he gave to mankind a great commission. He told them, he said, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. He commissioned mankind... To preach the gospel. So if the world today is going to be changed. If the world today is going to be saved. That means God is using people under the anointing and through the power.
power of the word in the name Jesus so that others may come to repentance others may be filled with the spirit and others may be effective in the kingdom as well which is God's plan and so if that is truly the plan of God then God is going to need moms now Mars needs moms how many ever seen that movie it's a good one you need to watch it's, it's a it's a it's a uh, Pixar Disney flick it's not some sci-fi weird music Mars needs moms but God needs moms the truth is mom don't feel like you're not needed God needed you And so today I give proper honor where proper honor is due. And I say, thank you, moms. You are the bombs to honor our mothers because this is the will of God. And if we honor our mother, the Bible says that our life will be blessed. Somebody say, Amen. Jesus, I thank you today. For the wonderful ladies that you have gathered together in this house. God, I thank you, Lord, for the mothers that you have placed in this house. Each and every one of them have brought forth beautiful, wonderful children. That your hand is on their life. God, that your anointing is on their life. Father, if it wasn't for them, God, your perfect will would have not been done. But yet now it has been done. So, Father, I thank you for the vessels that are highly favored. Hallelujah. I thank you for the vessels that are highly favored, God, that you've brought forth in this place. Father, I pray your anointing. On each and every mother's life. In the name of the Lord Jesus, God, I pray favor on each and every mother's life. God, I pray protection on each and every mother's life. God, I pray that they're blessed in the city, that they're blessed in the field, that they're blessed when they come in and when they go out. God, I speak a blessing on them now. And the heart of each mother, God, is the care and the love and to nurture and nourish their children. So, God, we pray a, a hedge of protection around every child of every mother in this place. God, we speak blessing upon every child in this place. Blessing and favor, God, upon each and every family unit, God. Now, Father, I bind the hand of the enemy today. I bind the tools of the enemy. I bind the, 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 the attacks of the enemy right now. Father, I play peace in every family. God, I tell the destroyer, I tell the divider of every family to leave now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, I take authority. 
In the name of the Lord Jesus, I take authority over every attack of every home. Father, today we honor you by honoring our mothers. We honor your plan by honoring our mothers. We honor your favor by honoring our mothers. We honor your, you, God, by honoring our mothers today. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. We bless your holy name. Sister Whitney, would you sing? Sister Thornhill.